I think you both know what we got to start with. Last night, Wednesday, April 26th, Jimmy Butler successfully pulled off one of the most ridiculous playoff performances we've ever seen and took down the Bucks in five games, one versus eight seed. How are y'all feeling? It was a legacy game if you've ever seen it on both sides. Yeah. Listen, there's so much legacy talk that we're going to get into it. Oh, yeah. But God, it's so nasty. What Jimmy, what Jimmy Butler did was crazy. Mad narratives. Was crazy. Yeah. And it was not even just legacy game. It's legacy series, right? Like, he, for those Facts. who don't know, if you live under a rock, in game four, he dropped 56 points and beat the Bucks in the game Giannis came back from injury. And in the closeout game, he dropped 42 and both those games, the Bucks had fourth quarter leads of over 10 points. Yep. And they managed to lose both in a row. Yep. He was by, I don't want to say by far, but by a good distance, good margin, the best player in the arena. Like, Bro, he was untouchable. In the, in the, in the league. Yeah, he's been the best player in the league <laughs> series. Yeah, well, it's, in the playoffs, for nuts. sure. Yeah. So, to zoom out a little bit, so those who don't know, obviously, they came into the play-in, secured the eighth seed. The Bucks were the one seed. I think everybody up here expected the Bucks to make the finals, right? I I've been he saying had them for winning a the year now. I've been saying yeah. for a year now that, that the Bucks were going to win a championship, yep. and then they pull up like frauds and drop these last two games. It's ridiculous how yep. disappointed I am in them. Damn. The way this entire series played out, even though like Giannis basically missed three games, he played like yeah. ten minutes in the first game. So like yeah, yeah. You, you you can throw that out, but you you go down two one, and like you said. To have double-digit leads to start the fourth quarter and blow both of them on your home floor in the la- in on the home floor in Game Five, and to lose in that fashion is absolutely sickening. sickening. That's the perfect word. Thank you. It's sickening from somebody who was lauding their praises for a year now. It's awful. Yeah. Yep. And it sucks. Is like it's such a complicated series to talk about from the Bucks' perspective because, like you said, Giannis did miss three games, so. In part, you can say, like, that played a factor, right? Like, they wouldn't have been down 2-1 if that was the case. But they had two chances. And there comes a certain point where even someone like me who is willing to give them, not excuses, but be as rational as I can, and be like, oh, he missed these games. This is the reason he's dealing with a back injury. But at a certain point, when you blow two fourth-quarter leads like that in back-to-back games with your star there, there's really no excuse. Like, that's embarrassing as hell. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. But... Not to come to Giannis's like defense, he was hurt. He wasn't a he wasn't a hundred percent. For he sure, he was over here getting his ass massaged in the middle of the Miami Heat game over there at that <laughs> arena. Like, yeah. like he was going through it, and along with going sure. through it, like we all know how incompetent at times of a coach Mike Budenholzer can Let's be. Let's talk about and, it. Like <laughs> he's gotten away with so many things, and I just think that like it's just one of those situations where it doesn't matter how how bad of a coach you are, your your team, your players are him. Oh no, you know, yeah, he's fine. He's fired as shit. Like I hate to break, <laughs> I'll, I'll, break the, I'll break the news now. I'll break the news to the general public now. Nick Nurse is the Miami is a Milwaukee Bucks' next head coach. I can promise you that. There's a That's rare funny. instance where you're gonna find a coach available better than Bud, and he's right there waiting. I'll be shocked if they don't hire him. Yeah, but listen, let's let's. Let's not forget, Miami didn't have Tyler Hero either. Like, like you can you can talk about the about the Bucks being hurt. They've played they've played yeah. all year and they've played well without Giannis throughout the season. And for Miami, who we've all said all season long, they are mid. Their offense sucks, and for them to lose Tyler Hero, lose twenty points from him, and st- and you know. It's only going to be Jimmy Butler. Like, he's the only source of consistent offense that they had. And you are still not able, not even to win the series, 
you can't get it to three two. You have you can't get two games in the series. You have a chance with two games and Giannis coming back. And so it's like that part right there is the disappointing part. That's the yeah. part where you're like, you guys are like fraudulent looking because again, if they are if they don't have Tyler Hero, I know you, you don't have Giannis, but like all of your attention needs to be on Jimmy and he still goes out and drops like ninety eight points in two games. Like <laughs> what like what are we doing here? What's yeah. going on? Not great, man. Let's talk about like specifically how this happened because I think we all agree it's embarrassing as hell for the Bucks and it's just the ultimate badge of honor for Jimmy Butler's legacy. Like, absolutely. Oh, I, I gotta say before we keep going, I have to apologize to Jimmy Butler. I have been every time we talk about take him, your I'm glasses like, off when you talk. Take my glasses <laughs> off. Yeah, you have to mean <laughs> what, what, this. Is that, is that respect? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's a respect. That a form of respect for Jimmy Butler. Who yeah. does that? <laughs> Who does that? But there's been several times on this show where I've said. That not that I think Jimmy Butler is bad, but I think the whole lionization of playoff Jimmy is a bit overstated. That I think there's something to wanting somebody who provides value in the regular season and consistently in the playoffs all the time. And that I think the you know people propelling him up so high because of these certain games where he goes crazy was like a bit much for me. I, I, I fucking changed my mind. This playoff <laughs> Jimmy is God amongst men. He is Jesus Christ walking on the basketball court. I'm watching Michael Jordan play. He, I'll never say a bad word about this man again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i i was watching that performance last night yo i was asleep and i missed half about about half of it i woke up in the third fourth quarter and i said to myself i was amazed straight up awe this is what it yeah. feels like to watch michael jordan back in the 90s <laughs> like this has to be this is the closest experience that i'll ever get to it you're watching the last dance all over again yeah absolutely and just seeing the way he was dogging out drew holiday talking mad shit to him Telling him like I own you. I own. Oh my god! While he was down, he said yeah. he said that while the Heat were losing. That's that's a that's a crazy statement. Like that's just that's just completely unhinged. But he played like that. Like I also did. Y'all see the final play? He low key fouled to. Oh, he to, shoved to, the hell to, out of get, Pat Connington. Yeah, he <laughs> he, fouled, he fouled. But listen, Jimmy, we're gonna let you rock. You, you did you did what you had it's to the do. Playoffs. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. physical basketball. Let's uh. Let's talk about the specifics of why they lost, right? Because it's easy to just be like, ha-ha, they lost, they suck, fraud, fraud, fraud. But I feel like it's like very tangible reasons. And like Mo said, Coach Bud's been getting away with a lot. This is his last defense as their head coach, like I said. And it was a piss-poor performance. Like, everybody's saying that, but I don't think you can exaggerate how bad of a job and how out-coached Budenholzer got by Spolstra. They, so we're talking about Jimmy Butler just going nuts, right? They like were not sending help defense at all, helping at the nail on his drives or doing anything to deter him from having the ball before he got to the free throw line and in. It was kind of just like, we're going to play our regular defense and let Jimmy cook until the last game of the series. They finally did some adjustments and threw traps at him and stuff. How can you not get the ball out of Jimmy's hands? And the game is so much like easier for you to do that especially when you don't have a 20 point per game score and Tyler Hero right by yeah. your side were they scared like, of Max Struess coming off of a fucking Gabe Vincent like, what is going on with you man <laughs> the corpse of Kyle Lowry yeah <laughs> you know Caleb Martin yeah there needs to be some like serious re-evaluation when it comes to Bud how you approach a certain things they need to pick the hell out of out of his brain and if he gives you like bullshit answers along with like that bullshit 
performance that he put on, like his time has come. And there's no yeah. real excuse behind it. But there's also like other reasons like Drew Holiday shooting 40% from the field and 28% from 3 doesn't help whatsoever. What, I can't blame him for like What do you what do you want what do you want Drew to do when he's yeah. running around the whole game trying to guard yeah. Jimmy Butler? There's no help. You're trying to ask from you're trying to ask for 200% from Drew Holiday and trying to get the best of him on offense and the best of him on defense when the guy is scoring 50 points getting <laughs> getting anything he wants <laughs> and has no help whatsoever. Drew Holiday was put in a bad situation to, <laughs> to, to perform on offense. And I understand if you want to say, like, Drew, if, if you want to say, Drew, you have Jimmy and not expect anything on, on offense. If you want to go ahead and make that call, then make that call. But you can't do both and because yeah. that's, that's just unfair to Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just the fact that he's out here running around on defense trying to be fucking prime Kawhi either. It's also that... Coach Bud's offense was horrific in this series. I felt like I was watching a 2016 team where they see switching for the first time and they're just like fucking bewildered and don't know what to do yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. That's how they looked. The, the He did the same thing they did for years now. They do the little wall defense on Giannis drives. They switch all the screens and make you beat them one-on-one. And, you know, most teams in these days have evolved and they know how to not let you do that. They slip screens. They get into weird actions that they aren't prepared for. They screen the screen or do things that you can't switch so easily. The Bucks just sat here and made Giannis post up every play, had Drew doing isolations, so and just do the laziest, most surface-level ways to attack a switch. It was ridiculous. It was so ugly, It's terrible. It's, 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 so it's the reason why he's going to get fired. Yeah. Like, like, like you said. Like, As he said. And it, it's so weird because we can talk about Giannis a little bit because in these past two games where he came back, he averaged 32 points, 15 rebounds, and 8 assists. Pretty good stats on paper, right? I don't care I about none of that. Yeah, I don't care about none of that. I agree. Because when you watch it, you just see in fourth quarter offense that was horrific. That was throw Giannis the ball in the post and he has to make some (laughs) shit happen against two defenders coming at him. So, yeah. And he obviously the free throw problem is a free throw problem. But nobody on this team was put in a good position to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There were so many times there were so many awkward possessions like towards the end of that game last night. uh, Giannis ran into a wall, of course, and he was just stuck in the middle at the top of the key. And the only person who even looked remotely open was Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez can't fucking dribble like that. What do you expect him to do? <laughs> it's supposed to be catch and shoot. That's what he's about, you know? And so, bro, even like going down to their last possession where Grayson Allen, their their best look. Wait, oh, my God. I didn't even <laughs> remember. I fr- bro, they had two timeouts going down the stretch, correct? Or yeah. at least one. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And... Shit like that is very fireable, like, offenses. Yeah, it's like exactly. The schematics behind it, of course, your NBA coach is what you're supposed to do, make those adjustments. But the rudimentary stuff yep. is, like, a big no-no, especially in these huge moments. And with the way, with the dynamics of their team, like, you have to call a timeout to make sure everyone is set. And he just not doing that is, man, he Good just point. doesn't deserve Good point. it anymore. Coach Bud is a very good coach when it comes to installing schemes and knowing how to build around his talent. That's why we've seen them be the number one defense in the league or top three for like five years now with Giannis and Brooke uh, having an inside uh, lockdown. But in-game coaching, when it comes to your timeout usage, not using your challenge in the first quarter, making in-game adjustments, he (laughs) is awful. Why would you use your your challenge in the first half? Why? What is the point? That's like my number one pet peeve of coaches. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The on the only reason why I would think to use is like if your star gets like 
a third foul or something, and you think that that you can change it, then may, maybe maybe use it in the first half, try to save that game. Bud is a perfect like like you said, Isaac. He's a coordinator, right? He needs to be an assistant coach. You can't <laughs> you can't lead no you can't lead anybody no more. People were talking about Bud getting fired before they won the title in twenty one, and yep. because because they won that, he bought himself a little bit more time. I don't think like. You already have a roster that's aging and it's still very like win now. You have to make moves now. There's no more time to waste. And Bud this year and even a little bit last year showed like this is this is what I'm about. This is what I'm going to do. And it's not going to work because if they make a little bit of adjustments, even last year, they probably could potentially. Yeah, they probably get past Boston if they don't let Grant Williams, you know, go for go for eight threes, or if they start yeah. to make adjustments. Or Chris was healthy. And, yeah. Yeah. No, but he, listen, that game it was a game seven. It was a, it was a game seven without without um without Middleton, and so if at any point you start to say, hey, let's put out the main fire that's beating us, which Bud doesn't, you know, he did it last year and he clearly did it again this year. He does not believe in, then he has to go. Yeah, it's weird because there's there is something to the idea of not letting your opponent dictate your game and doing your game knowing what you're good at. And that that works to an extent. I think that that's how you be a regular season one seed, right? But in the playoffs, you just, it's just impossible when you're playing other top end talent and there's other geniuses on the other sideline like Eric Spolstra who's gonna mm-hmm. be able to do both. Like you can't be that one dimensional. It's just yeah, a work smarter, not harder type of thing, you know. Like, in the playoffs, like, anybody can beat you on any given night. That's just – it is what it is. But in in the regular season, it is what it is. But in the playoffs, like, it's all about schematics, and yet in the game really slows down, and you have – you're supposed to have all these opportunities to make these adjustments as time goes on. And if you don't make these adjustments, then – and you just try to continue to push through, play yeah. hard. That's how you get slapped, and that's why, like, <laughs> you see consistently – not consistently, but, like, once in a while, we see crazy upsets in the playoffs, you know? So Yeah, for sure. I saw a tweet, I forgot who tweeted it, but someone said that in a lot of times in playoff basketball, it doesn't become who's a better team anymore. It comes down to who can solve a specific issue. And that's absolute facts. And when you have Bud, who is the antithesis of somebody who's good at solving issues, you're just, you're being, you're hamstringing your roster that has the greatest player in the world right now on it. Like, it's mm-hmm. unfortunate. I'll listen. I don't know if I can. Un- I don't know if I can decidedly say. Oh, brother, here we go. I listen. I told you we were we were getting into our bags today. We I hate this in, conversation. We were getting into gross. the agenda talk. I cannot one hundred percent give Giannis best player in the world title. I think I, I'm not going to say that he's not, but I don't think like coming coming into this year is pretty like widely accepted that like he was it, and it was it was fairly fairly you, you, guy. I can't talk. Fairly unanimous. If you want to make the argument for a, for Jokic, for Steph, for Embiid, Katie, any of these other guys who were like hanging around like that, like one B area, I would not be upset because yeah, I can't, I can't do. It. I know you were hurt, but at the same time, you one <laughs> were scared of the moment. He was scared to get fouled at the end of Yo. the game. <laughs> <laughs> Did not want that smoke at all. <laughs> Two double digit leads. To get one game just to stay, just to, um, and even even in, in game five or game four, it wasn't even to stay alive. It was, yeah. we're good, we're, we're, we're gonna try and tie the series. And you can't close things out. And like, I can't give you that title right now because even as, as bad as Bud is, 
at a certain point, like you have to make the plays as well. You look on the other side, Jimmy Butler just decided we're not going to lose this series. And you had that happen to you. And I don't think that you can be unanimous best player in the world after having this happen going into the summer. Maybe he reclaims it next year. Not, not this summer though. Bro, that vision of him just like being terrified, seeing two defenders rushing at him and just throwing it away like that. It just hurts to see. It hurts to see, you know? I and, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I feel like, so what you're saying is that, listen, I don't know if he's the best, but I'm not going to say it for sure. I still think he might be. I just, that's that's generally what the narrative's been, is that, I don't know, but nobody's offering, like, who they think is the best. So, like, okay, you think you're unsure? Well, who's better than him? Like, what changed? You know what I mean? Like, it's such just a reactionary thing based on the outcome of one team outcome that I don't, Unless you have an option for somebody who you saying is better, I just don't see the point of having the conversation yet. I'll give I'll give you two options. I'll take I'll take right now, right now. <laughs> Stefan Jokic. Okay, I mean, sure. If you're you're, you're saying, are you claiming they're better than Giannis? Are you saying for sure? Huh? Are you saying for a certainty that you think they're better than Giannis? I will entertain the argument for Jokic. <laughs> Steph, yes, <laughs> Steph, yes. Oh my god! I would I would take I would take Steph over Jokic right now. I mean, over over Giannis. It's That's just easy to if, say. if he right didn't now. feel that way forty eight hours ago, I don't see any yeah. reason to feel the way now. Like, yeah, yeah. I I don't stuff happens. Know. What do you mean? There's more data. He, he didn't change. It's just a bad outcome. Like shit happens. Yeah, exactly. Partly I, I because still... of him. <laughs> yeah, You're right. But just it partly. partly you know what I mean? not I'm not again. I'm not. I'm not. And I don't want to put like this entire series loss on him. He missed. He missed three games of it, and clearly, like he was coming back from 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 the back injury. But I also think that if you are if you are like you look up and you're like, oh wow, like Giannis has, has 38 points, he's as a fair, you know, he's fair, fairly efficient. The one thing that he can't do, he can't make two free throws back to back. Like it's just like, but do you hear how crazy the standards are for him though? Which like no. granted they what, should be to make two free throws back to back. That's yeah, crazy. but I mean like we look up and he has an impactful 38 points per game. Not enough. You didn't do good this one play. Like granted they should be high as the best player in the world conversations, but. We're so accustomed to him being incredibly impactful and putting up incredible numbers no matter what that we look past that and like say, whatever, that doesn't matter. You got to do this thing, this thing, this thing. You know what I mean? Like if anybody else that we weren't used to seeing this freaking freak athlete do this every play and have 32 points in an off night, that would be a different conversation. I and want I feel you to like win the game though. Like that's, <laughs> all, that's, also, that's also a big thing. The, the one game that the Bucks won was without Giannis. And oh, you God. Come, and oh, you come, my goodness. The yeah. one game he played two games and they didn't win a single game. He played two games and they had double digit leads in the fourth quarter and they lost. In we just talked fashion. about why Budenholzer's brain dead. So why are we also <laughs> putting this on again? Him? And I'm not and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that both these losses are a hundred percent on Giannis. I'm not saying that they are a hundred percent on on Bud. Everybody deserves blame, but because of that, because of what happens, there's. There's things that happen for everybody. So because of this loss, Bud is probably out of there. Because of this loss, there's going to be conversations about whether Drew Holiday is going to get moved, about whether Chris Middleton's extension is going to get signed. For Giannis, his consequences are, okay, now, we, now we're going to have to rethink where you are in these things and like what you actually do. And, I, wow. and I, that's, that's what it is. That's what it yeah. is. You're right. That is how it is. I just think that's the reactionariness of these conversations is so whack because like we agree this is a team thing and there's other variables, but then we're still like, it doesn't matter if you played well, we're changing it up. We're just entertaining it just to entertain it. And I just feel like it's so unsubstantive. 
Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of factors to this, and as a whole, I agree with. I think your statement earlier was perfect. Like, if you didn't feel like this 48 hours ago about this player or this team or this situation, then you're being super reactionary. You know, um, there's a lot of. He factors. literally just called Jimmy Butler, Michael Jordan, and Jesus. Okay, Christ, that's different. And that's I'm different. the reactionary I'm one. I'm that's different. <laughs> Are we serious right now? He literally just just was like, oh, yeah, everything that I just said is completely different because of what he's seen over the last 72 hours. What is this? Why am I wrong? And why am I wrong? And he's not reactionary. <laughs> I was joking. Goddamn. No, no. Admitting Yo. I'm wrong about a guy who's proven this year in and year out and I was being a hater is very different than being like yeah. two days ago. I thought he was great. Now I think he's less great. Like it's yeah. very he's different. done this. Jimmy Butler has done this for years and based off what he's done in games four and five you're like oh yeah i was wrong based One on what five I, but regardless based, <laughs> based, on, based, based on what i've seen from from Giannis in games four and five now there's a little bit of doubt i'm not taking him out the top five i'm not taking him <laughs> out, out the top 10 i'm just saying there's a little bit of doubt and i don't think that it's reactionary after two games because again it's just more data coming out and now we just have to rethink stuff no i agree i'm not saying you're not being incredibly reactionary but you're just being like, hey, I'm not sure. Which, like, sure, that's fine. You're not sure. It's Nobody a discussion should be sure. now. Where yeah, I don't, that's and fine. I don't think it's. I don't think I'm it's more names. so speaking to the general narrative out there now. That's going to be like, oh, no bag. Told you we can't win. Like, you know, no it's bag. Just, it's gonna be, we're going to be here all fucking summer, and it's going to be annoying. Like, like 2021 didn't just happen. Like, he didn't just have a 50 point walk off win to win a championship. Like, the I, we go so back and forth and swing things in these narratives on like Twitter and stuff, where it's like, oh, last week he was a god amongst men. Now he's never gonna win because he has no skill. It's just like, listen, I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. James Harden was watching that game, pointing at the TV, yelling, "I was right! I was right! <laughs> like I told you so." Uh, I will say though, if, if Jokic makes a run to the finals, I'm with you because I already, I already think he's number two. So if he does that, sure. But right now, yeah. without any other person taking the throne. I need someone yeah. to take it before I'm just like, you don't deserve it because you lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like whoever fucking ends up towards the top of the NBA season and wins the championship, depending on who it is, like, it sounds like, you know, Donovan, they'll get your respect and you, they'll probably earn your crown of potentially being number one in the NBA. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. God right? forbid the Suns win. How is, how is the discussion yeah. going to be around KD if he wins? Because with all the help he has and like oh, how, how are those combos going? And I'll let you know right now. Devin Booker's still not getting. But <laughs> 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 well, he's that averaging like happened. 37 a game the whole so far this playoff. Nah, he's hooping. He's, he's hooping. That, he's going that, crazy. Yeah, he's before, going crazy. Before we move on to that series, we put a lot of attention to the Bucks in this conversation. Let's talk about how great the Heat did because. I don't know if y'all realize this. They have they had like an all time amazing shooting series. Like this was one of like the greatest displays of shot making like we've ever seen in the playoff series. Were they shooting so the wacky? Series? As a team, they shot forty five percent from three, which wow. is a Damn. great number, but doesn't seem as insane as it really is. But for this team, individual numbers like that yeah. aren't being weighed down by like other people. Jimmy Butler shot forty percent, which is ridiculous. He averaged forty eight five and six on forty four percent three point shooting and sixty percent from the field. Ridiculous three level shot making. Duncan Robinson shot 73% from three for the year. He came out of the woodworks after being irrelevant for two years and shot 73%. Yeah. God. That's insane. That's that insane. white boy was ready. I just, like, we're talking he, he about was. all this stuff with the Bucks and how they fail and stuff. It also helps to make 45% of threes <laughs> as a team. That's, <laughs> that makes it kind of hard to beat them. Dun, dun, Duncan Robinson saw Tyler Hero go out and he was like, all right, I got it. Like so, yeah. Somebody, has, nah, somebody, has, so, somebody has, has to be the white boy. I got it. I volunteer. 
Yeah, man. Gosh, man. And uh, and the defense Bam played on Giannis these last two games with that scheme of theirs. That. So good. Yeah, Bam. Like he was having for the play-in, he was really extremely inconsistent. Very disappointing. Um, and yeah. as the series ramped up and as he started to get his playoff reps in when the lights are the brightest, he's been a lot better. The other day I called him, yo, like he's prime Kendrick Perkins, you know, but now he's actually playing like the Bam Adebayo <laughs> that I actually know going ahead and actually playing defense, super tough defense, the best type of defense you could play on Giannis, bringing the ball up because that's just what he can do because he has that skill set and then making plays where there's addition to people because he's a, he's a super talented passer or like getting his own like that's peak damn near peak bam out of bio and this is what you love from him and if the miami heat are going to continue to do special things like it, i don't i don't want to say it starts with him but like jimmy butler clearly needs that guy behind him and through these losses like when they lost against the Atlanta hawks he was not that guy you know he was unseen so if he continues this run that he's on and playing with urgency, you know, like the Miami, I don't want to put a limit word. to them. That that's a that's a great word. I yeah. I I like that a lot. We're going to take a quick break from the pod to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online. It's playoff time and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night of hoops if you win all five of your entries and it's super easy to play. All you have to do is hit higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite players' entries for the night. And if you sign up today using promo code TD3, Underdog will double your initial deposit up to $100. And that's free money to play around with and make even more entries. So get in on the action today and sign up for Underdog Fantasy. Who are they playing this next series? They play the New Either York Knicks. The Knicks. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. They play right? the New York Knicks. Wow, yeah, they play the Knicks. Wow. Let's talk about this series. Gritty, nasty ass series. Let me, I'm gonna <laughs> defer to you guys on this. Before we came into it, we all expected the Cavs to win. I think Donovan said in six. Mo said in five, which is crazy. No, I, I said in seven. I said Cavs. Okay, and I said and I said Cavs in seven. Yep. The Knicks ransacked the Cavs. It wasn't yep. even close. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you two cook. Donovan, you go first as a resident Knicks fan, and then Mo, yeah. you can cook as the resident Cavs hater. Because you've been down them all year. I'm and... not a Cavs hater. I just was not a Glazer like you. That's the difference. Between <laughs> <laughs> he said I was a Cavs realist. I was a Cavs yeah. truther. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Whatever. As, as, as a Cavs denier, you can go second and tell us, tell us what you saw from the Cavs. All right, Don. Donovan, you go ahead and cook. Okay. Isaac apologized to Jimmy Butler earlier. I think I've already done this this year, but if I have not, Jalen Brunson, I am sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was clearly not familiar with your game. I like... <laughs> Jalen Brunson just dominated. He was he was fantastic. But I, one of the reasons why I thought that that the Knicks would be able to compete in this series was because of Brunson's isolation scoring and Randall's isolation scoring. Brunson did all of that to an even higher level that, that I thought. He he was great. Josh Hart, the perfect connecting piece. He's just so he was so good in, in everything that, that he did. Yep. He was help, he was helping out rebounding and legitimately the star of the show after Jalen Brunson, number two, Mitchell Robinson dominated. He threw Evan yep. Mobley and Jared Allen around like rag dolls. He got every board necessary. Last night he had 18 rebounds, 11 of them offensive between him and Josh Hart last night. They had 30 combined rebounds. That is insane <laughs> for two players for a guard, for a guard and Mitchell Robinson going up against the other two bigs bro, to grab 30 rebounds is crazy. Mitch had 11 offensive rebounds in the close game. 11? Bro, he has doubled the offensive rebounding rate 
of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. One singular <laughs> man. He's he's done he's he was dominant the entire series. Crazy. And it's hard it's hard to win, right, when you're not closing out defensive possessions. It's hard to win when the other team gets two for one opportunities basically every time down the floor. And especially like for for a team like like the Knicks who is so reliant on on Jalen Brunson to create offense, if that shot goes up and it misses, to be able to have another opportunity to maybe get an, an open three point shot, which happens a lot on offensive rebounds, or to get a putback, those those things are huge. We will see what happens in this next round with Julius Randle's ankle because he reaggravated it in Game Five. Damn. But there's also like the possibility that R.J. Barrett who sucked the first two games <laughs> he played very well the last three games yeah i i don't want i i, w- I was talking to uh, to somebody this morning i don't want rj barrett to even look at the basket if he's beyond 15 feet i want him to close <laughs> his eyes and run straight and and just go to the basket the entire time back. yes please because even if you miss mitchell robinson is, is going to be there and it's not like the heat outside of bam at a bio like New York is going to have opportunities to to rebound the basketball offensively. Like it's going to be Mitchell Robinson against Caleb Martin against Kevin Love. Like yeah. I'll take Mitchell Robinson in those situations to get those offensive rebounds. So I think that the Knicks have a very very healthy chance to win this series. But yeah, this last series was it was all about Jalen Brunson and it was all about Mitchell Robinson, and they just they dominated. They they dominated yeah. physically. They dominated um, schematically. And I, from the Knicks' perspective, Mo. I'm a lob at you. Tell us why the Cavs sucked, please. Oh, yes. bro. Let us I, hear it. I don't think the Cavs suck. They just, you know, had a similar issue to the Milwaukee Bucks. Their coach, he, they need to address that issue ASAP, okay? <laughs> you can't, like, I have, start to think about questions as to why, like, okay, Evan Mobley, it's not a good look to, like, bench your, one of your core guys, but I'm looking at Steve, what's his name? Steven, uh, Lamar Stevens. I believe that's his name. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at yeah. him. He's a fucking dog. And, of course, like, he's not, like, brittle whatsoever. So, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, why is he not playing? Like, you need another option, you know? Um, and oh, So, if Lamar Stevens I, is your life raft, you're kind of I know. You need something. You can't just let yeah. Evan Mobley continue to fight for his life. You can't, like, let Jarrett Allen go ahead and admit the day after the playoffs or the day after they get the ass up, like, yo, the lights are too bright. That's crazy. You don't say that. <laughs> it's hilarious, though. you know? And he's it's been important. in the playoffs before, which is wild. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the Cavs are just in a super tough spot. Like, this team looks sexy still. And um, the, the dynamics of it, though, in this age and era of the NBA is just naturally harder, of course, to, like, score when you have two bigs who are not naturally non-shooters, you know? And it yeah. doesn't help when Darius Garn's playing like ass, Donovan Mitchell's playing like shit. This is the <laughs> second year straight where he got bitched by Jalen Brunson, so it's like, does this man have your number now, or what? Like, because you've been straight out embarrassed, you know? And yeah. this is the second time where Donovan Mitchell has been favored heavily in a series like this. And he just, like, you know, didn't, didn't show up whatsoever. Um, one thing that I can say is like, shout out to Kara Subvert. That's one question mark that doesn't really need to be answered because he did his fucking thing. Um, Isaac, they pulled Isaac Okoro. They just did a lot of weird things throughout the series. And I have questions when it comes to coaching. And I also have further questions about Evan Mobley, not necessarily Evan Mobley, but how he pairs with Jared Allen and Mm, can this duo like continue to thrive? In a playoff setting, I I think I I'd give it. it another season because it has potential, but it entirely 
it entirely depends on how Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley develops as a player. If he yeah, doesn't, exactly. you know what I'm saying, gain a jump shot, then sorry, Jared Allen, but you got to get the boot. But if he does, you know, then this can work. It's just time. For sure. I'm glad you brought up the coaching issues for the Cavs because I don't think people ever really talk about J.B. Bickerstaff. He kind of just gets like, oh, yeah, they have a coach. Like, you know, people forget. Like, he, yeah. he does exist. It's not just the Evan Mobley and Devon, uh, Donovan Mitchell show. But their issues that we knew they had going into it, which you highlighted a lot throughout the season and why you were doubting them a little bit, that three spot. Isaac Okoro, Karis LeVert, they threw Danny Green in there. Like, they were trying Damn. anything because that <laughs> – you can get away with Isaac Okoro as a non-shooter there in the regular season, just regular ho-hum games. But when a team like the Knicks just did, when they doubled every guard, they made sure the spacing in the bigs wasn't going to be an issue. I mean, it wasn't going to be a factor. And they made Isaac Okoro be the one-man open every single play. You can't... What, you have to be a smart coach to build around that. And not to say J.B. Bickerstaff is incapable, but he ain't rising to the occasion this time. Yeah. And also, like... Lights, lights were bright for everybody. If, if he can, <laughs> yeah. like... If he had a player who had the same skill set as Jetty Osmond and also Isaac Gregorio combined, then that's perfect. But they do polar opposite things on the court, so you have to pick your cho- poison, you know? Does he need to do any trade for Dylan Brooks? Is that your you're telling me? <laughs> Dylan Brooks might be the savior of the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Keep it away from them. But no, they we everybody every Cavs fan told you all year is they, they need a 3 and D wing. They're unsure about Okoro. And they were like, oh, hopefully it works. It just didn't. Like, that came... That mattered a lot when people like me thought, listen, you got the two front court, you got the defense taken care of with these front court players. Your back court is incredibly dynamic. It's not going to matter who's in the between. A body will be fine. But your front, your back court can't be dynamic whenever they're being doubled every time and leaving this guy open because he's irrelevant. Yeah. And if that guy's going to be irrelevant, you need to have spacing so that way he can be a cutter, he can be a screener. But you got two bigs who can't shoot, so Okoro can't be a screener. It's not really his game. Like. Yeah, and that that falls back onto Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garden and just makes their their life so much harder than it needs to be, you know? Yep. You can't have three non-shooters next to your two guards and expect them to be good no matter how talented they are. Exactly. Like, you can only get away with two bigs who can't space if the three can really space. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that you've seen the light. You did some mag. You did some magnificent throat building right there, Isaac. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wow. The way you were with on the Cavs the entire year, and I was just like, I love them, but I don't love them enough to say like they're Eastern Conference bound. I would say they're second round bound for sure, but Eastern Conference, crazy. Never believed in that. But if for me, like especially, I had them winning in five. So you don't understand the type of hurt that I'm feeling, bro. Every day that the, that a Knicks fan has a good day, it, it's a terrible day for me. Donovan is smiling right now. That makes me yeah. sad. I like yes, to see sir. him in shambles, you know? So, I, I – I, shout out to the Knicks. I have to give credit where credit is due. I want to burn my tongue with just saying that, bro. Feels like the devil's word, but it's the truth. Nah, you know? keep going. Keep going. Nah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's, my question for you guys is – so, we saw the Knicks take down a really talented Cavs team who, on paper, everyone thought was more talented than them with a mix of good coaching, great performances, just a, a good fit against that team too. Do you think they have a chance to get to the next round? Because they're probably going to be playing the Celtics. A hundred percent. You think they can beat the they... Celtics? Oh, wait. Beat the, beat the Celtics or beat the Heat? Oh, they're playing the Heat? Oh, they are playing the Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Can they beat yeah. the Heat? Yeah, they a hundred they a hundred percent have a chance to to beat the Heat. Obviously, we're gonna have to see what happens with with uh, with Randall's Julius. ankle. Yeah. Wait, but, no, are they playing the Heat? Yes. They're playing the Heat. Oh, okay. yeah. They play them on Sunday the, or something like that. Because oh, okay. if it was chalk, if it was chalk, it would have been the Bucks, Cavs. 
But, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but both but both teams were were upset. Um, but Bro. yeah, they they have they have a chance. If Miami, right, like they all they have offensively, like to to start their offense is Jimmy Butler. If Tyler Hero is still out, like we're gonna have Jimmy Butler versus Jalen Brunson. All those all those matchups are going to be close. I'm not scared of whatever Kyle Lowry has left. I'm not scared of whatever <laughs> Gabe Vincent can can give Miami. Like New York has a legitimate chance, even if I think if if Julius doesn't play for a majority of this of the series, it'll probably be longer, like a like a seven game series. But if he does, they they could potentially pack this up in in like in five. Bro, I, I don't, forget I mean, about Julius. With no me. Julius? Oh, you said if they have Julius, they can pack it up in five. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like for the type of team... I haven't thought about this at all. This is the first, first initial thoughts of this matchup because for some reason I thought they were going to be playing the Celtics. I didn't look at the bracket right. I don't know if they have an answer for Jimmy. I don't... That Firstly, there's that, right? Like One-on-one, yeah. obviously, they don't have a body for him. They You don't have to, right? You can do smart, schematic stuff to throw doubles at him in the way that the Bucks didn't. But I feel like... Randall's not it's not a good Randall matchup right with Bam there and with the style of defense they play that can shut down Giannis I don't really see Julius feasting against them do you think Brunson's uh, Brunson alone could drive the offense that much against a pretty good defensive team yeah I do I think I think he can I think I think they might be able to speed Miami up a little bit and get in, into transition I think uh, Josh Hart will be able to to eat a little bit in transition I think sure. quickly uh, quickly is going to be able to, to get off a little bit more. He didn't have the, the best series. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting a little bit of, of improvement from him. So I, for the other guys, I think there's, there's room for improvement and there's a level that the Knicks can still go to in this next, yeah. in this next round. Do you force Mo? Do you foresee Mitchell Robinson doing that good against Bam? Like he bitched the Cavs bigs. I don't know uh, if I see no, that. Nah, nah, no, no way, zero chance. <laughs> I, don't, I think he's gonna do good, you know, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gonna like have an insane series like he did last series. Um yeah. it, 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 like it said, it depends on how like Julius Randle is doing. Cause I like if Julius Randle's by his side, then he has a lot better chance of like you know fulfilling his job and going on not this upward trajectory but just like doing what he's supposed to do um yeah so it's gonna make jalen brunson's life hard yeah they're gonna make jalen brunson's life hard but i feel like jalen brunson his game is just built for the playoffs like he's hella physical thrives off contact his off the dribble shooting is like that like there's no real yeah like plan to stop him because he can get it from anywhere you know he's another player that you should add to your playoff proof list yeah the Heat force you to beat them one on one, and Jalen Brunson is a good one on one player. So, you, you you could see that not being the worst matchup for him, unless I don't know they throw Jimmy on him, which would be tough, which I'm sure they'll yeah. do here and there. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I'm sure, he would do that. That's it's gonna, it's gonna be a great season. I won't, it won't they're, be shocking. They're, they're, like all they're, they're all getting cooked. They're all getting cooked. It doesn't. Max Schuster isn't gonna know what hit him. Oh, bro. Whatever, man. Let's move on to the Western Conference. The other series that we saw get wrapped up. The Suns packed up the Clippers in five because so Kawhi sad. Leonard's knee failed him once again. That's such so a sad. shot to the heart as a Clippers fan, bro. Yeah. Feel sorry for Meniscus injury. He missed the final three games after first two games. Last episode, we were like, oh, my God. Kawhi's like maybe a top three player in the NBA again. The load management yeah. worked. The day after we came on here and said load management worked, <laughs> he was out for game three. Yeah. We we're like, ah, oh, fuck. Here we go. Next day, yeah. out for game four. Yeah. Two days ago, out for game five. Series over. Yeah. 
And then that's when they revealed the meniscus tear again. Yep. So it's like, now, bro, like, <laughs> the Clippers this are... Man, listen, I know we like to make fun of the Clippers a lot, like everybody else. Kawhi yep. Leonard is so fucking unfortunate. Like, that sucks. Like, it's not like he had, it was young Steph Curry, had a lot of ankle issues that are easy to re-aggravate. He has a degenerative knee, and I think this meniscus, I think I saw reporting, was on the other knee. You know how just unlucky that is? That it just keeps happening? That he just oh, keeps getting the, knee injuries? Wow. His knees, his knees just go, they, they go back and forth deciding which one to, which one to fail him every year. <laughs> it's always something. And we're, we're just, I, the thing that bothers me is whenever we see just great players or great teams be robbed of their potential from unfortunate circumstances such as injuries. And I just feel like we're being robbed of such an all-time great career with Kawhi. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about what they got to do next and how embarrassing this era is, but it just sucks for him. It sucks for him, it's bro. Tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough for everybody because, like, and it, and because, like, Tyloo, after game two, they asked him about, you know, Kawhi playing over 40 minutes. And he's like, this is why. Like, we want yep. him. He's, he said, this is why we load managed so that he can be ready. And it just, at this point, there's nothing that you can do in the regular season. I don't care if Kawhi played 20 games in the regular season. He's going to come into the playoffs, and I would be expecting for him to get hurt. And so it's like, I don't like moving forward. I don't know what you do with him. You keep your fingers crossed and hope you get a good run where they stay healthy. That's all you can do. Yeah, if absolutely. They, if they if they didn't have a new stadium coming, I would try and trade him. I just I can't live like this, right? Like mentally, <laughs> mentally, if you're the Clippers, I just can't keep getting myself up and saying like this is the year he's going to stay healthy. This is the year, and then wait until April, and then his knee blows out. It's just too much. It's too much. It hurts my heart too much yeah, for shit. me for me to keep on like this. Shit. Yeah, I can live like this. If you're telling me he giving me 34, <laughs> 34, 54, and shooting 60% from three, I need it. Like, I'll wait. I'll be ready whenever you're ready. Please. Like, this is generational yeah. basketball I'm witnessing. And, like, you, but you're you just, never going to see you have to swallow. You will never see it past April. But see, that's the thing. So, we've known it as injury issues. He left the Spurs because it was mishandled. The Raptors trading for him knowing this. Like, it was the beginning of that. But we knew Kawhi gets hurt a lot. He missed a whole year before the Raptors got him. And what happened? They got lucky and they got a whole season of him where he didn't get hurt. Well, he did get hurt in the finals run, but he's managed to drag his leg through it and win the championship. That's what they got to hope for. Like, we don't got to talk about the Suns right now. We, we've talked about them enough. They're advancing. They're great. Devin Booker's him. Let's keep, keep it focused on the Clippers because everyone's talking about now, are they going to blow it up? What's next for them? You just mentioned, Donovan, that they have a new stadium coming. So everybody's talking about they need to trade these guys. They can't. They have... A bit two billion dollar stadium coming that they have to put butts and seats for. So, do you think they trade Paul George? Like they can't trade Kawhi. They, in my mind, you can't even trade Paul George because like, the, the, you have to trade like, him, bro. That's sick. That's sick. You don't have to trade him though, because one, every team around the league sees that he gets hurt too. Like, who's yeah. going to be wanting to just throw a big old bag of picks and players to you for Paul George when they know there's a reason you don't want him? And what will you get for Paul George? What is his? He saying, has yeah. good trade value, but like, what type of value are you looking for? Are you looking for okay young players and picks right now, or like what? And even then, like Isaac said, like who's doing that right now? You try to get Cat if they feel like they're gonna blow it up. Maybe? That's n- so nasty, bro. <laughs> I mean, that, that would probably so help nasty. both teams. Cat doesn't get hurt. Well, this year that's he did. All, but, that's, yeah. that's that's the only thing that, that I can I can think of. Kawhi Leonard, I, for the, since he's gotten hurt, 
every single year has started less and less and less games, or I think it's fewer grammatically, whatever, but it's, it's fewer, fewer and fewer games. He's the one who's going to have to stay because nobody's going to trade for him. Paul's the, I think that Paul George has more value than Kawhi Leonard at this point in time. So he would, he would be the, the one, the one to go parse that man. It's hard to judge Kawhi's value because it's like, like I said, you got to just hope you get a season where it works out. Like, it's just a flip of a coin every year. Lately, that coin is not flipped well not, for them. It's not, though. It's not. I don't. You keep saying it's a, It's like a It's a flip of a coin. It's not. We haven't seen it. Like, the well, last. Yeah. That was four years ago. This I post agree. Season, it sucks. This, post, <laughs> this postseason, he gets hurt. The last postseason, he got hurt. The postseason before that, they were in the bubble, and he blew a 3-1 lead. And then we get back to, to Toronto. It's like, there's nothing... It's it's not like he's one on one off. It's just continuously getting worse and worse, and it's happening in real time. So I don't think that anybody should should voluntarily sign up. Maybe maybe the PG for cat thing is the best option because the the Timberwolves have already showed us that they're idiots and that they'll trade for anybody. <laughs> and so maybe that's the way to go, right? Maybe maybe trading Paul George to go get cat is the best solution. You can get somebody who is consistently on the floor. But you're gonna have to fleece somebody to get out of this deal, because they have they have two guys who get hurt all the time, and they're only getting older by the second. But are they gonna want to get out of this deal? Like we're talking about the new stadium, they have two very marketable stars. They have this thing they're building. Like we're assuming that Minnesota wants to move Cat. They probably don't. Do if Idiots. that's not there, like, <laughs> just keep keep proving my point. I don't know if there's an option out there that makes it make sense to like. How are they? Po- they have to be competitive. How are they possibly going to be just as competitive, if not more, by trading one of those guys? What move is out there? They try to get Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant for Paul George, maybe that's, even then. Oh uh, yeah, no, doesn't move. Know. Doesn't move me. There's not. There's no real move out there in my mind that makes complete sense, and I don't know. I don't think they should make a move personally. Like this is just like you have to gamble. Uh, like yeah. this is the best chance that you will have over the next ten years. So like this is just a part of the game. You know, sadly, I hate injuries. We all hate injuries, and like things like this just happen, and they play like a heavy part as to how your NBA career and how NBA history is written. And so far, like. Like NBA history, NBA y'all just don't fuck with the Clippers. <laughs> no, Ka- Kawhi Leonard cannot get one more of my dollars. He cannot get one more. I would, <laughs> I would, him or Paul George. I, I can't pay both of them. I just, I fundamentally, I said it before. I can't live like this. It's too <laughs> bad. I, I'm so stressed all the time. It's like something has to change. It has to change, and I understand. I understand that you have to put seats or you have to put butts in seats. It would be better to maybe get somebody who's there for 75 games because at this rate, Kawhi's only, Kawhi's only playing 40 games next year, right? At, at <laughs> this at this rate, he's you're only going to get him for a minimum amount of time. So what's the difference between that and having no chemistry and a first-round exit than having like a mid, you know, mid-young star that can be there for 70 games and still get a first-round exit. Well, yeah, that's, that's a, yeah there you go. Well, that, if they could get Mikael Bridge or Paul George, that'd be a home run. They can't. But yeah. I mean, that, this comes back to the whole like philosophical debate, right? Do you want to be good and have less of a ceiling because you don't have that star power that we all know you need to win a championship? Or do you want to make big swings to the fences 
and try to hope these guys stay healthy. I guess you can think about it like if you traded Paul George, Mikel Bridges, and didn't have Kawhi, whatever happened, and you have a good team that's not great, what do you have? 15% chance of winning the finals? <laughs> you have the, the Nets in, in the West? Yeah, let's say like 15% <laughs> chance of winning the finals, but you're a good team that's reliable. Not getting you anywhere. Maybe being good has value. But you look at the other side, if all things were equal and they were healthy, maybe they have a 40% chance of winning the finals. But they're not healthy, so it's a 20% chance. Flip it in half. You're still the, like, is that value still more than the good if you have that slight chance that it hits? The the difference between... and Because like, I, see, I see your argument. I think the difference between what the Clippers have and... Like the argument that that you're posing is that, like, you the the Clippers and the Clippers Kawhi Paul George they've shown that they're just not going to be healthy, right? I think I think that argument is more for like where the Sixers are, where it's like, would you rather would you rather you know be 42 and and 40 and be like a young fun team, have a first round exit and then go, or would you rather have Harden and Embiid and just keep getting to the second round every year. Still yeah. have top, still have top end talent and just hope that every year is like the year that it clicks. But you still have the possibility. I don't think the Clippers have a possibility of getting to that next level. Like I, their their duo of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard is in a tier below Harden and Embiid. And even as much as Harden and Embiid get hurt, um, as yeah, even as much as they get hurt, I said we're not talking about healthy guys either. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But even then, it's still not to the level that Kawhi and Paul George get hurt. So True. that's why that's why I think that's why I think the difference lies. Yeah, damn man, it's tough, man. It just Injury sucks the position they're in. Clippers can't is have it? shit nice, bro. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, sucks man. for them. Good thing I'm a Lakers fan. And before we get out of here, let's do, spend a quick five minutes on each team. Let's check in on these other two Western series that are still going on. The last time we recorded, the Lakers were up two one, I think, against Memphis. As of recording this, they went up 3-1. Everyone was like, holy shit, the Lakers can win a championship. This is crazy. Yeah. And then yesterday, the uh, Grizzlies came back and saved their season at home. I think, we, as you all probably expected them to. And they forced yeah. it to game six in LA. So Lakers are leading 3-2. How are you feeling about this? Are you still confident in the Lakers? How are you feeling, Bo? Uh, I want to hear you first. When it comes to the Lakers, like I just get so sad because i just see lebron slowing down like shit <laughs> you know and yeah he... of course ages to do with it but also the injuries like i don't know if he's like 110 percent healed and it's clear as day to me i say that i know he's not 110 percent healed so like the dynamic the lakers just look like a different team every other day and it just depends on like okay you pretty much know ish what you're gonna get from lebron you pretty much know what you're gonna get from ad uh, who's that third guy? And and as of late, it's been like Rui Hachimura coming off the bench here and there. First two or three games, he's been going crazy. Um, yeah. Playing the entire Memphis Grizzlies bench. But then after that, it's like, okay, Austin Reeves, are you going to be like the elite white boy that we think you are or not? And then it's like, okay, Dennis Schroeder, what you got for us? D'Lo, can you not be like 100% ass? Can you be like 90% ass instead? <laughs> you know? So it's just like hard. It's hella hard for the Lakers. And it just makes it even harder because – like, I feel bro, like LeBron can't situation. shoot right now. He's shooting like six for thirty-six from three. He's six for thirty-six from three-point range yeah. right now. I so feel like, like you're describing a good problem though. You're saying they need to find a third guy every game, but you just name me like four guys who step up to the plate every now and then. Like, it sounds to me like they have depth and a lot of options for people that can help them win any given night. Malik Beasley hasn't even been playing like that. Just crazy. Yeah, and we're still waiting for Malik Beasley to play well. Like, I think you're. I see the uncertainty of not having that third guy. 
I see why that's scary. But when you have four guys just listed that can show on any given night can be them, I think that's a good model. That's what you saw in the 2020 team, right? Like, it ended up being KCP for that finals run. Sometimes it was Kuz. Sometimes it was whoever. Like, I think it's okay to be have the uncertainty when you have lots of options. I, I, I can agree with that, but it's like, it's not okay when you don't know, like, 100% if LeBron's going to be that, you know? And yeah, he, yeah. He's been, like, pretty up and down. Yeah, and, and AD had a couple slow games where he was dealing with yeah. certain things. But yeah. last game, he looked great, despite the fact that they have a fucking fly around me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm Donovan, still you... confident in them. Mm-hmm. Donovan, how, how are you feeling? I'm going to tell the line again. I wouldn't be shocked if the Grizzlies pushed it to seven. Um, but I also wouldn't like I I think I I think the Lakers win in Game Six just because like it's at home. Yeah, you get the ro- you, right, you get the role players yeah. back home. But they running this old man to the ground. He's playing thirty eight yeah. minutes a night. He's, <laughs> there's been a couple games where he's played over forty minutes. He played like forty five minutes in the overtime game. He can't be out here like that. He's oh he needs to go to bed. Like he's, <laughs> he's it's. <laughs> It's it's getting late and like Mo said, he's shooting. <laughs> it's getting late. <laughs> he's, sh- he's shooting seventeen percent from three right now. Damn. If Le- if LeBron is not going to be the ultra aggressive, you know, I'm gonna just put my head down and drive. And I'm like, there's gonna be some nights where he's just gonna chuck from three because he wants to conserve energy. If that's not gonna be a successful strategy, then I think Memphis has a way back in. The one thing that I will agree with Isaac on though is that I don't think. I don't think you need a definitive number three in this series because yeah. for because for Memphis, they need they need John Morant and Desmond Bain to be on top of their game every single night for them to even have a chance. And if they are not there, then then the Lakers can get away with Rui having fifteen or Austin Reeves having fifteen and, and some change or whatever. Like they don't they don't need one of those guys to be a legitimate third star. Because yeah. You know, that if Jaws not score, you know, if Jaws not scoring forty, the Grizzlies don't have any offense in the series, especially just, just especially the way that Dylan Brooks is playing. Uh, oh my awful, God. Right? I just, I just want to, I just want to say he's uniting he nations that. right now with how he's playing, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm still yeah, coughing. That, Lakers it. pull it out. I think we saw the last win they had where LeBron just doesn't run fast anymore. He just like holds his energy, and the last play of the game, they need to bucket. He ran fast as shit, hit the lay-in over uh, Jaron Jackson. He ran pretty fast still. You can tell he's picking and choosing his spots, trying to get through the first round without going full 2020 LeBron energy. Yeah. I, I like to think that if they end up facing the Suns or Nuggets, whoever they see in the future, or Warriors next round, that he'll be able to turn it on. If his body lasts, we'll see. But I'm not terribly worried about LeBron. Like he hasn't yeah. been great, but I I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, LeBron is LeBron. Like he's bounced back plenty of times throughout the season. Where it's like, damn, is he cooked? Oh no, he's not cooked. It's like a consistent like. Yeah, he's old. He's inconsistent. Like you know? he can't go 100 percent every time. Yeah, absolutely, but, uh, absolutely. And I'm still I confident still get one of these games. Yeah, exactly. Look at us. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're mostly confident. because Darvin Ham has outcoached the shit out of Taylor Jenkins all series. The yeah. schematic war, this team has been really great. If you like, go back and watch these games and see like the little small stuff they're doing, adjusting every game. With first game, AD eats. Second game, they doubled the shit out of him. He can't pass out of it. Often stales. Third game, they don't let him get doubled because they send him on rolls more often. Don't play him out of the post. He's just mostly pick and roll, and he's abusing them on offensive rebounds. They're just going back and forth, these adjustments. And Darvin Ham is kicking Taylor Jenkins' ass. <laughs> yeah. Listen, they need, listen Darvin Ham needs to be the third star. 
<laughs> he need, he needs to to be the third guy to to step up. But yeah, I don't. I think the Lakers should should get it done. I I don't feel confident um, in them moving on in like in the next series after that because of who what would they I play? Is it the Warriors potentially? Warriors, yeah. Warriors or Kings? Whoever wins that series, which it's gonna be the Warriors. This, let's this tra- let's transition. Yeah. Warriors versus Kings. What what else? Hey, yo, I'm two for Fox two. Is it's looking like I'm two for two with these with these predictions. I had the Lakers in six, and I think I had the Warriors in six. So you said two for two. We predicted six series. What are you talking about? Two for two. Look, we're not talking about those other series, all right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of series out here. Those those are practice. Those are practice. Yeah, <laughs> these are two that count. matter. <laughs> God, man. But yeah, man. Darren Fox has a hurt hand. He just played through it. Golden State pulled out that game. It's all the momentum is on Golden State's side after the 2-0 Sacramento start. I feel like you'll be hard-pressed to find somebody who still thinks the Kings are going to win. How, how are y'all feeling about it? Uh, no, they're done. <laughs> they're done. You're going <laughs> back like, to that. There's no way. Yeah, there's zero Tough. time. If you have a hurt finger, you're going back to that. Kevin Herter's playing like he's playing like intramural basketball right now, averaging like nine <laughs> points, shooting just some disgusting percentages. Like, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't believe in them anymore. But yeah, they've no. done a really good job of slowing down DeMontis Sabonis. That man yeah. cannot do his normal power in the postgame against Looney and Draymond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when the I watch it's too bright. It's like they're guarding DeMontis Sabonis how the entire NBA, including the Sacramento Kings, tend to guard the Golden State Warriors with Draymond. Like if he you see at times he's just out there, everyone's spaced out, worrying about everything else going around. And DeMontis Sabonis is getting that same type of treatment. But everyone else is not like adjusting as so, and they're just like they need to be recalibrated. And this is a, it's a whole sink, it's a whole like miss sink from you know how they're playing yeah, yeah. on a Sabonis. Yeah, yeah, man, it, it's tough when they minimize Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox is dealing with a hurt hand. I don't see how they're going to be able to pull out enough offense to keep up with the Warriors in these last couple games. It's also tough. When Kevon Looney's grabbing 20 rebounds a night and, and getting every offensive board, like Kevon Looney is dominating the, yeah. the glass right now. He's playing well. They got 21 points from Draymond in game in game five. Obviously, oh my God. obviously Draymond is not going to, he's probably not going to score 20 for the rest of the playoffs, right? <laughs> but but if, if he can be aggressive going towards the basket and turn that seven points a game to 12 points a game because he's just looking at the basket looking for yeah. a layup right he can he can set up the the lob pass that they get off of the short roll whenever they whenever they're um they're trapping curry so i think i think golden state is going to get it done it's going to take probably a game longer than what i thought it was it was going to take but they they're fine they're also like they're knocking down shots like clay's clay's here wiggs is back up, up to speed jordan Poole. We need another game from you because you you were not good in Game Five. But like, I think I think Golden State's in a very very good position right now to move on. What did I say? Warriors in the six or seven? Did I say six? I think you said playoffs? seven. I don't I can't know. remember. I can't I remember. Yeah. Seven, though. Either way, we I think we all thought. I don't know. I think one of you predicted it would be like an ass whooping. But I think I most of us going to be them in five. Yeah, I, but I think most of us thought it would be a long series, but Golden State would pull it out. After that scary start where it looked like they were getting their teeth kicked in, it feels like things leveled back to normal. Yeah, when people were absolutely. saying that the dynasty was over and, yeah. that, and that and that we're never yeah. gonna see Draymond in a in a Warriors yeah. uniform again. You're putting you better hope to beat the Lakers. Which You're is, putting it's still, fear it's still in a hearts. thing. 
Listen, Gosh, I still think people should be talking about this. So like, yeah, the this is their last dance. Like, they have to make a deep run, or it's not looking good for them. <sighs> not a problem. Yeah, and they're I, gonna I see think... LeBron probably. Yeah. Oh, they got Bron. <laughs> He's just not a believer. I no, I don't. I think I think the Warriors will will beat the will beat the Lakers. Mm. Listen, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that in the future. Regardless now, of what happens to the Kings, just real quick, I just have to say you have to give flowers to them. Specifically, also like De'Aaron Fox, we have to talk about him. Differently. Oh yeah, I said this last last podcast. Um, he, he's we have to view him in another light. The way we talk about him compared to other young players, like it's very yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, he's he's better than Trey Young. He's <laughs> he got him. He got him. He's quiet now. No more deer fox talk. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But guys, well, that's great. We're gonna have plenty of time to talk about those teams. For now, I think we transition to TikTok time. Let's, Let's run this it. shit. As you guys know, as always, we're gonna start with the draft. Today, we're gonna stick to the topic of the Warriors, and we're gonna do a draft with only players who played for a war- for the Warriors at any point in their career. So okay. it's not the version that was on the Warriors. It's their prime selves. They just have to qualify for the list. They had to have played in the Warriors jersey at least once. Okay. Sounds good. I had first pick last time. Uh, Donovan had third pick. So I think it's Mo, Donovan, me. Okay. Okay. Cool. So uh, let's draft NBA lineups with only players who played for the Warriors. Damn. Okay. Who are you picking first? Give me, give me Steph Curry first. Okay, so yeah, I can't, can't say confidently, but you can't shame me for it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't be mad at it. Yeah, I don't know who I want to give to Isaac because I'm yeah. just gonna lob this up. You, there's there's two more greats left. I don't, yeah. I don't want, I don't, I don't want the other great. Give me Kevin Durant. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that's what I wanted you to do. Give me Wilt Chamberlain. You can have him. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Overrated. And then after that, this is where I can go a lot of ways. Yeah. So give me Clay Thompson. Give me the spacer. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Will and Clay. That's nice. All right. We got we got KD. I need. What do I need? What do I need? Let me just get <laughs> some. Okay, I'm gonna just get some talent. Give me Chris Webber. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Chris Webber? It's a good pick. Yeah, Chris Webber played for them for a couple years. He was washed, but he counted. Oh, fuck. You're right. He was. Damn. Okay, cool. All right. Um. Damn. So this this is, this is tough. Extremely tough. Very tough. All right. This is, this listen, is one of the harder drafts we've li- done. Listen, listen, but you have back-to-back picks, though. So you're, like, you're in a good spot. Yeah, you better not blow this because you have Steph and back-to-back picks now. You should win this draft. Yeah. Uh, give me, okay, what was your last pick, Donovan? Chris Webber. Okay, cool. You got Chris Webber. Give me Chris Mullen, and I have to pick Draymond Green for chemistry purposes. Oh, I was hoping you didn't okay. pick him. Having Chris, having Draymond and Steph together is really hard to beat. Wait, I said All Chris, right. I said Chris, Rick Barry, right? You said Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen, yeah, okay. There we go, that white man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So who do I, so I have KD and Chris Webber. We're gonna put we're gonna have KD at the three and Chris Webber at the four. I'm gonna go kind of big. Give me Nate Thurman at my five. Okay. Nice. Okay. So I have Wilt and Clay Thompson. 
First off, give me Iggy. Play the four. Okay. I was hoping he made his way back. He damn sure would not. And I need to... Th- and then, hmm. After that, give me Rick Barry to be my three. Damn. Okay. Okay. You got that. Okay. You have that. Um, at my... Oh, this is this is tough. At my one, I'm trying to look at my notes real quick. <laughs> There's some good point guards here. There are, but you know what? I want this. I want this this two guard. At my two, give me Bernard King. Okay. Mm. Okay. okay. I like that. Okay. I thought you were going Mitch Richmond there. But that's a good pick. Yeah. I, I have a I have a decision to make if he if they come back around. <laughs> okay damn so i fucking kind of hate this shit uh puts me in an awkward position but so i have steph curry i got a uh, chris mullen and then i also have draymond green so i got my point guard figured out my small forward and my power forward so i need a, it's a good big, start and also i need a fucking center uh so for my two Give me Tim Hardaway. It's a weird fit with Steph. But give me I, Tim Hardaway. I, I, you can't math the talent. I don't. I don't. I, know. I, I need the talent. You suck. That. Yeah, you give suck. Me Tim I Hardaway. hate you. I hate you. And then <laughs> for my center, exactly. who the hell should I pick for my center? Uh, there's some good options. For my center, I may, I might be fumbling this, but give me. Give me David West. Give me David West. <laughs> <laughs> Give me David. Well, he's fire. You what do you mean by that? <laughs> the throwback vibes are immaculate. What do you mean? <laughs> he falls with number one pick. Bro. Yes. Bro, David it's a two West man like race that. now. It's a two <laughs> man race. That's hilarious. That's mismanagement. That's. that's <laughs> thank you. All right, for, I'm comfortable with my squad. <laughs> For my point guard, give me Mitch Richmond. Okay. For my point guard, give me Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, he was with the Warriors. How did you not pick Boogie or Ralph Sampson? Oh, but I forgot about Boogie. Like that, those weirds are just so forgettable. Or at least Boogie's so forgettable. (laughs) Robert Parrish, Jermaine O'Neal. I like David West. West. (laughs) He has one of the most inspiring games of basketball. What are we talking about here? David West is nuts. What do you mean, bro? He's he's fantastic. (laughs) There's like four all-stars you could have (laughs) picked. Bro, David West is a great pick. I am happy. I'll pridefully take my WRL. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I got Gilbert Arenas, Clay Thompson, Rick Barry, Andre Iguodala, Wilt Chamberlain. Cool. I got, who do I have? I have Mitch Richmond, Bernard King, KD, Chris Webber, Nate Thurman. Damn. Nobody's you but you have a good listen, team. Listen, Nobody listen, will say you want just the old ass if names. You were, listen, <laughs> if you were born in nineteen seventy, I have the team for you. All right? <laughs> Nate Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> That's, gonna be his. That's all I'm saying. Oh god, bro. This is your squad. Alright. <laughs> I got Curry, Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, and then I got Draymond. And David West. This team is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> this team is That's nasty. never not going to be funny. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. David There's so West. many all-stars available. Yeah. <laughs> never David be West. a GM. Bro, shout out that to David West, man. 
Y'all sleep. Next thing we're going to do, I don't think I told you guys about this video, so it'll be a surprise. I'm going to send you guys a picture of six players, and we're going to talk about what these guys look like they would do if they weren't basketball players. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, okay. you for sure did not tell me about this. Yeah, this <laughs> I forgot. You're wrenching the plans. That... What does this NBA player look like he would do if he wasn't a basketball player? First off, Joe Ingles. That is a middle school math teacher if yep. I've ever seen yep. one. Yeah. That is a math teacher. That is a woodshop teacher. Yeah, he looks like one of the <laughs> coolest teachers either in the entire building by that, too. Oh, yeah, he cracks mad jokes. He's hilarious. He cusses in front of the students. I, I can just tell. Bro. Good vibes. Yeah. Good, good great vibes. Lives a happy life. Great man, bro. Top tier. <laughs> Next up, Russell Westbrook. He's saving lives in the sewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he looks no. like. Russell Westbrook nah. in another life would 100% be a physical trainer. He would a thousand percent be wearing I was a tight polo, that. be motivating people in the gym. I can see it hundred percent. He's either that. He's either that, or he's a nurse. I like a nurse. Was, nurse. I can see a nurse. that. That yeah, nurse. I can see it. Yeah. You listen. You put some scrubs on Russell Westbrook. That's a nurse right there. That's an RN. Yeah. Oh I can no, see man. It. Yeah. 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 No. That <laughs> that hospital. That hospital looks like malpractice. I'm good. I'm good. On that. <laughs> All right. Next up, Jordan Poole. He's. He's working at PacSun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Jordan Poole looks like such the quintessential Gen Z basketball player. I yeah. can't imagine him doing anything else. Yeah, I just I just imagine him like AAU ball fucking like work. If he's not in the league, he's continuously working his way to the league. And he probably works at Full Locker in his off time, to be honest. No, if he wasn't a pl- football player, or the, if he wasn't a basketball player, he would be an actor playing a basketball player in an ABC <laughs> family show. God, man. <laughs> he looks the part. <laughs> <laughs> all right kevin durant low-key he kind of look he kind of looks like a gym teacher i could see him i could see him as a gym teacher a gym teacher yeah i, I feel him. like yeah now listen the one thing that the one thing that that like throws me off of that all of my gym teachers were big right <laughs> he's mm. clearly <laughs> he's clearly yeah, not elastic that. bellies I, t- I feel you on that <laughs> which is crazy Enough of that. I think Kevin Durant looks like he would be an R and B singer in another life. Really? And you ever R&B? see those pictures of him with the <laughs> with that? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not. Wow, really? Bro, you ever really? see those pictures of him with the beanie and those long pants? Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> side by side. Seventies R and B singer. Yeah, no. Nah. When I when I see KD, he kind of looks like a a cool ass bouncer. Who let you slide if you slid, slid him a 10, 20, a 30 ball, whatever it is. It just looks super cool. Mad chill, you know? And he serves Za on the low, too, when it's like, when it's off time. So that's what he looks like to me. That's hilarious. Right, Gordon Hayward. Oh, see, so you trying to get us in trouble here. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you trying you try to get us in trouble here. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. <sighs> you know what? Fox News. He works... <laughs> He works at, at Great Clips, at Sports Cuts. <laughs> at sport, no, Sports Cuts, man is a, however, whatever it's called. This man is your Republican correspondent on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it on the money. <laughs> oh, my God. You're in your bag right now. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, he looks like he's just serving out the this distasteful takes on Fox News every Monday at 4 o'clock. Yeah, he looks like he's on the TV riling up old people, getting them mad at Starbucks cups or something. Him, yeah. and, him and Will Kane have a podcast. Oh, God. 
Oh, God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Last one, <laughs> De'Aaron Fox. Okay. <laughs> he he low-key looks like he could drive for Amazon, though. <laughs> I don't he think could... he looks like he'd be a hospitality worker. That looks like a face that is really good at talking to people and being kind. Hmm. Okay. He He's looks like the top-tier DoorDash delivery driver. Like, super <laughs> nice. Brings your food right on That's time. So quick, so fast. He's in the service industry. Yeah. I think if you put him into an old folks home, he could be the fan favorite of all the retirees. <laughs> also, also, we say, I, I said Amazon delivery driver. That makes me want to change it. Russell Westbrook works at UPS. He's a, he's a, he will he's be a, a machine. Packer. Machine, bro. <laughs> what? Disgusting. Never lose a package. Number That's one employees. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next video now. I love that. It's going to be hilarious. Mo, I think you have a couple of videos for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So first up, we're going to play this game. We're basically guessing their all-time teammates. You're going to guess the player by their all-time teammates. All right? Love it. So let me go ahead and get the hook ready. Ready? Cool. Guess the player by their all-time teammates. So guess the NBA player. Time. Yeah, guess the NBA player. Guess the NBA player by their all-time teammates. Okay, let's go. Ready? You got it written down? All right. Yeah, so at point guard, there's Kyrie. Shooting guard, Jimmy Butler. Small forward, KD. Power forward, Tobias Harris. Center, Joel Embiid. Center, Joel Embiid. So somebody from that 76ers oh, team. Is that, is that James Harden? No. JJ, I, I, first I was JJ Redick, but he didn't play with Kyrie. Uh, who else was on wait, that team? Wait, 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 you said you said Kyrie. Who's the two guard? Kyrie, Write this down. Jimmy send me, Butler. Send me the GM. Oh, All right, I'll send it okay. to you. Kyrie, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jimmy Butler played for the Bulls, the Heat, and the 76ers. Damn, who could this be? Yeah, you got to write it down. I got to be able to see it. All right, there you hmm. go. Tobias Harris. So it's, my first thought is Jimmy, Tobias, and Joel played at the same time. So somebody from that team. But who was the role players there? Let's think about it. Oh, is this Ben Simmons? Yeah, no. easy. Y'all took oh, way too go. long to guess this. Way too long. Yeah, This is the Nets and 76ers hybrid. The two teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. All right. Smoke that. Next team. You got Russell what? Westbrook, James Harden, KD, Kawhi, and Jokic. This is Serge Ibaka. No. Good guess, though. I think this Ooh. also applies to Serge Ibaka. You are... Serge play with Jokic? No he plays him now. He's on the Nuggets. Serge is on the Nuggets? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, let me I think, know that. But no, it's not Serge. Westbrook, okay. Harden, KD, Kawhi. Let me think backwards from Jokic because he has the least amount of teammates. Jeff Green? No. Okay. Uh, I feel I feel like that Loki. Jeff Green play with everybody, so probably yeah. him too. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't shame you for that whatsoever. I don't know if he's played with Kawhi though. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This definitely applies to Jeff, to Jeff Green as well. <laughs> yeah. Who else? He played for the Thunder and currently the Nuggets probably. It's not KCP. Uh, not Jamal who's Murray. Playing, who's out here playing with Jokic, man? It's gotta be somebody older because he played. Clearly, he played with the Thunder, probably. Yep. Huh. Keep on keeping on. DeAndre Jordan? No, no, that's not a bad guess at all, though. 
You're on the right path. Okay, it's a big Maybe. man, probably. Let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> Perk never played with these guys. Perk. <laughs> I'm just thinking about about big men who are on the who are on the Thunder. It's got to be a role player because all of Jokic's co-stars are like relevant players or young. Wouldn't have played with Katie Westbrook and Harden. But they also played with Kawhi too. Yeah. So it had to be a Raptor, maybe a Clipper. Who's okay? Who's on the Nuggets bench? Who's out here like that? Who did they train Bones Highland for? They, I think they just mm-hmm. traded him for picks. Is this Bones Highland? No, not Bones Highland. Oh, okay. You did that face. But who did they bring into that trade? Who did they get back? Why can't I remember? Yeah. With Bones Highland, it was. Oh, is this is Reggie this Jackson? Eric Gordon? Yes, it's Reggie, Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Oh, Reggie. Yeah. It was just, there yeah, you you're not, not Bones Highland. You're on the right track, though, Reggie Jackson. The, the gears are moving. It was somebody related to Bones Highland in some fashion. Yeah. I'm losing in this game. All right, we're moving. Cooked. Yeah. All right. This one's a little bit harder. Russell Westbrook, Victor Ol- Russell Westbrook, Victor Oladipo, LeBron, Dirk, and Dwight. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, I don't winner. know if y'all going to wow. guess this one. I kind of got y'all in hell with this. Yeah. Victor Oladipo, LeBron, Dirk, and Dwight. And okay, Russ. Let's try to send this around Dirk. Because he played. Okay, so somebody's been playing team. for a long time. Is this Richard Jefferson? No. <laughs> Damn, no. <laughs> Dwight, Dwight could be deceiving because Dwight moved around a lot in his last couple of years. So this, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Dwight's irrelevant. Be, we got we to gotta focus this on, on Dirk. Is this... Um, actually, no. He was, he was in the league then. P.J. Tucker didn't play with LeBron. That, and definitely didn't play with Dirk. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Dennis Smith didn't play with LeBron. He played with Dirk. Um... Were Tyson Chandler and Dwight ever on the same team? I don't think so. It, I guess not Tyson Chandler. That's although Tyson Chandler put a lot of these guys. Yeah, he did. You're in the right okay. era ish. Yep. Yeah, it's gotta be somebody older that was either when Dirk was in his prime or a young guy that they drafted when Dirk was in his later years. Yeah. Is this not Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd didn't play with LeBron. You're not gonna count coaches. Huh. Hmm. This one I'll has us in hell. Yeah, I'll Did give you guys a hint. Uh, it's not really a hint, but they're not in the NBA anymore. <laughs> Great. Yep. <laughs> Do what you will. I give up. Was this... No. Was it Vince Say, Carter? Nah, that's a good guess, though. Not Vince Carter. This was... I give up. Darren Collinson. Ah, you're an asshole. Oh, we're we're yeah. never going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. I had, to, I had to gauge how good y'all would be at this. This one should be a little bit easier, okay? Let's get it. All right. CP3, Giannis, LeBron, AD, and Shaq. Okay. Uh, Jay Crowder? No, he didn't play with LeBron. Uh, no. He did play with well, LeBron, he did. now. He did, but AD, not with AD. Oh, Shaq. Yeah. Shaq throws you in there and then Giannis is kind of like a yeah Shaq and Giannis yeah Shaq and Giannis that's different when I found that I was like ooh I like this one right here Isaac I hope your gears are moving mine are stopped (laughs) Shaq and Giannis is crazy yeah this is harder this is harder than I thought 
Jamal Crawford? Oh. Uh, who are these old fucks that... Bro. Shaq. Yeah, I am so hell. bad at this game. Yeah. This game is hard. This game is so hard. Yannis. Damn, give us a, give us a hint. We're never going to get this one. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna give you guys a hint. All right, this player... <laughs> he he's, he's in the same vein as whatever you think RJ... Richard Jefferson is, he's in the same vein as that. Okay. That was the most clunky hint I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to give away too much. It's pretty easy to guess. What is this, like Matt Barnes or something? No. You're in the right track, though. Okay. So he it's played the 2000s four. wing? He played he the what? four. Played the played four. Fucking okay, Robert Orion. <laughs> I know it's not him. Um, played with what is this, like? Giannis. This must be a young Giannis. Yeah. You're on, Who you're on track. Who was on garbage Giannis teams? Yep. I don't know. Young Giannis. Um, <laughs> he's he's going to pull out David West. Nah. <laughs> I wouldn't do y'all like that. Nah, I wouldn't do y'all like that. Young Giannis. Uh, uh, it's young, it has to be young Giannis and old He Jack. won a championship in the last few years, obviously. Oh, he was on the championship team. Giannis. Oh. Whoa, 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 I'm not saying necessarily with Giannis, but you know, he just won one. All right, so who uh, are the old ring chasers? I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> All right, okay. I, I, give he, I give up. He was on it? the Lakers team, the Lakers championship team. This is Rondo? No, I don't blame you for that. Rondo was never on a team with CP3. Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> he played on both LA teams. He's a wing. Is this what? Like, man, who is this? Who is this? Jared Dudley. Ah, Jared. It's Dudley. another bald. It's an egghead. Yeah, he was in the same light skin and he's bald as fuck. And he's he was Damn. a high player. It's a good game. Okay. Though. Yeah, I gotta make this game a little bit easier. <laughs> All right, let's, let's save the other two because we're running low on time. Yeah, that was good. I like this. It's my pick, Jared Dudley. <laughs> he ain't having it. Got our yeah. ass. All right, what's what's next on the video docket? That one kicked my ass. Yeah, you want me to do my other two, or you want me to save them? Oh yeah, do the logo thing now. Oh my, oh yeah, let's do. Okay, let's go ahead and do the logos. All right, uh, let me do the hook. All right, y'all, audio listeners, we're about to do a logo test. So these logos will be popped up on your screen as I send them to Isaac. Okay, so here's the hook. He's not telling us what it is. We're gonna. He's gonna show us an NBA logo and a variation of it, and we gotta decide which one's the real one. So like exactly. the Celtics C might be backwards or something like that. Exactly. Or the colors may be wrong. You never know. All right. Yeah. So which NBA logo was the real one? Cool. Let's hit this. The fuck is wrong with my laptop. I hope right, I'm better go. at this one than the last one. You gotta be. <laughs> you were terrible with the last one. All right. Oh well, this one's image. obvious. It's, right. it's the left one clearly. The first one. The first one. Yeah, that yeah. thick ass yellow stripe. What is this? Uh, nice. for, what is this Microsoft Paint shit? Nice, cool. Okay, easy one. All right, <laughs> Did you Donovan. make this on Microsoft Paint? No. <laughs> what the fuck do I look like? <laughs> no, what do I look like? Oh my gosh. All right. All right. Cool. Easy. Let's go to the next one. That's hilarious. This one looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to start easy. This is also uh, the, the first one. The first one. Yeah. Nice. Okay, the first, first one. one. Y'all on a roll. <laughs> right. What about yeah, that, this one? Ellie's been red. 
Okay, San Antonio Spurs. What's the difference here? Huh. Dang, wait, I haven't gotten it yet. This looks like the same picture twice. Yeah, he, he hasn't gotten it yet. <laughs> Hold on, but okay. yeah, continue. Wait, okay, wait, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Okay. This is the same picture twice. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's definitely okay, not. I'm, oh, yeah. it's in the spur at the bottom. Uh, is it the second one? Does it have the black dot there? It's the second one. Correct. Let's go. W. That one was way harder to see. Yeah. W. All right. What about y'all are running through this shit? What about this one? So I like this game. This is my bag. <laughs> <laughs> that one was super easy to miss. Cavaliers. Okay. What's where is this difference here? All right. Let me see. First one. I feel like I'm looking one. at the same it, picture again. Oh, it's in the sword. It, it's it's the second yeah. one with the line. It's the it's the second one. W, correct. Uh, Y'all are monsters. All right. What about do we know this logos? One? OKC, OKC logo. All right. Wait for it. Oh, it's the first one. There we go. Those yellow ass stripes. What is that? <laughs> you agree, Donovan? Where where are you getting these? Right. Don't worry about where I'm getting these. Already? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not right now. My supplier. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last one, I believe. This is a little bit too easy, but what about this one? Hmm. All right. What wait could on this it, one wait be? Wait on it. The New York Knicks. Okay. I'm going to be hurt. Where is the difference? Yeah. What, what, am I, what am I looking at? Yeah. Spot it out. Oh, it's the it's the second one. Oh, it's the, it's the gray or orange in the background. Yeah, it's, it's the, the gray, gray one. Yeah, it's the yeah it took you one. a little too long, Isaac. I, I guess it blends in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know my team. I know my team. Yeah, that was, that was for you. But yeah, that was that's good. It. We got one, one more, more video before we get out of here. I have to use the bathroom like always at the end of these shows. And I got to go to the Hawks game. Oh, yeah. Comment, go to the Hawks game. <laughs> we're still here. Comment, go to the Hawks game. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to do a tier list, which you've been doing a lot and you guys really seem to like it. This time we're going to do a tier list of championship teams. That should be fun. Over the last few years. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Over the last decade or so. So let's put these NBA championship teams into a tier list. Yeah. Let's put these NBA championship teams into a tier list. Let's do First it. First off, the 2017 Warriors. It's an easy ass, right? Oh, my S-tier. God. That's the greatest team of all time, S. No one's okay. stopping that. I agree. I just want to make sure we knew what the, what the S bar was at. Yeah. How about the 2016 Cavs? Are they A-tier? That's an A. A-tier? That's an A. Easy. Yeah. Easy A. That's They're not hard perfect, to get back in that S-tier. But that version of LeBron and Kyrie is insanely hard to stop. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't think it'd be crazy if you said S. But I'll, I'll yeah. go away. Yeah. The 2019 Raptors. That's it. That's an I want to say A. That's an A tier. A tier? Yeah. Okay. I can okay. see somebody's going B because they played a hobbled Warriors in the finals with the injuries. But I think that team was amazing. So I'm, I'm going to go A as well. Fair. Yeah. A, a for the win. The 2021 Bucks. Uh, that would be a B tier. I think that I might think, be a C tier team. Okay, cool. Compared Listen, to other I'm final cool, teams, cool uh, that team. I had, think I would go B. Listen, if we're comparing them to other final teams, that team had like a bottom ten offense in the playoffs. They were not an elite offense by any means. I think you line them up with the 2019 Raptors. Kawhi is gonna gonna do something to those, that team. Along with Bud Mike Budenholzer coaching them. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Great team, but compared to other championship rings, gotta be a C. Yeah. The 2014 Spurs. Mm, oh, I think that's I an mean, 
That's at least an A. Is that an S tier? They were in I think, I think S tier. I think S tier. Nobody has ever won. Nobody has ever won the finals by a bigger margin than them. They have the and biggest. They destroyed they have the, the biggest heat. win margin ever. That's crazy. Yeah, they did beat the. They dismantled the bronze most talented roster, arguably. Yeah, maybe they should be S for that. Yeah, I'm gonna go S tier. Yeah. yeah, let's do S. Give them respect. Last up, last year's Warriors team. Uh, I'm gonna go C. Uh, it's B or C. I want to say C. It's B or C. They're getting wiped across I'll the go, floor I'll go with C. all these teams. I'll, I'll go. I'll go C because listen, Steph. Steph carried them, but like they they don't have outside of Steph, they don't have that like top end talent like other like other championship teams. So I'll give them B. Yeah, yeah. another team that I think the 2019 Raptors would smoke, so they can't be an A. B's a little yeah. rich for my blood. We can go see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was terrible in that series, if I remember too. So, yeah, nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not mad at B, though. For some anybody gets mad about that. I think B's all right. But listen, man. That's the end of the show. Woo! Stay true to Atlanta, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're still here, comment. Mo, go to that Cavs game. I mean, go to that Hawks game. Actually, you know what? Don't, don't comment that. I changed my mind. No, they tell actually them, should. Tell them the Hawks suck. Come hey, on, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Yes, yeah. sir. This is the war. Write that down. Show's over. This Write that war. down. 